Welcome to the Best in Class podcast with JoeBucksFan.com draft guru Sean Sullivan. Running backs, running backs, and more running backs today. He's got 20 of them that he's breaking down, diving deep in this year's NFL draft, which of course kicks off April 27th, first round. Join us for our JoeBucksFan.com draft party, and you can meet Sean there. It's at Big Storm, Ebor City. Details at JoeBucksFan.com. And uh, Sean, of course, is also every day at Bill Curry Ford, BillCurryFord.com. Ask for him. He'll help you out. Here's Sean. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Best in Class with Sean Sullivan coming to you live from Bill Curry Ford Studios in Tampa with the best assistant in the business. Say hi, Grace. We are breaking down running backs today. What a great day to be alive. We have running backs, the NFL draft. We have free agency going on. Oh, my gosh. Best time of the year. Super fun. Please visit us at BillCurryFord.com and see all of our amazing specials that we have going on, including concierge ordering service. We have now vehicles in stock. We have the uh, remnants of our St. Patty's Day sale going on through still the end of the month. We have our building sale and construction sale, which starts in the first week of April. Uh, We have those things going on right now. And we will buy your car right now for $5,000 over Kelly Blue Book. That is not a made-up number. We that, That's not negotiable. We need vehicles. There is still a vehicle shortage going on in the world, and Bill Curry Ford needs vehicles, so I can continue to sell. Right, Grace? Please follow us at Bill Curry Tampa, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Also, uh, email me with any draft questions, car questions, to bestinclass at billcurryford.com or gthomas at billcurryford.com if you have any issues in the in the community that you'd like to uh that you need bill curry ford's help with again we have 41 active charities we're always helping people we're a third generation family-owned business so very exciting we're one of the last family businesses grace in the car industry if you can believe that everything is being bought by the corporations and i they're all evil right the only place you should ever come is a family-owned business but anyway we won't get into the car politics let's get into the nfl draft grace Let's start the breakdown of running backs. And, and again, one of my favorite subjects, pass rushers, another one quarterbacks, another one running backs. I mean, you know what? The, really the only thing I don't like talking about in, in long detail is pretty much um, safeties and guards. I pretty much like every other position where I could talk about it for hours. The rest of it's just kind of like business, put my business hat on. All right, and I want to thank Joe Bucks fan for the opportunity to do my podcast and the Curry family. Uh, it's great stuff. Thank you for all the feedback. Please share this with your friends. It's the best 30 minutes that you're going to get on the NFL in the country right now. Very exciting. Strap in. Let's go. Number one running back is not going to be a surprise. Lita Kemper, wherever you are right now drinking a big storm beer, you know who it is. It's Bijan Robinson. He is the man. So he is the closest thing uh, that I think to a sure thing for a running back could possibly be, not only does he rush for 1,600 yards and leads the league in broken tackles and, you know, the, the most yards after contact. I mean, it just goes on and on. So he's out of Texas, 5'11", 215 pounds. He ran a 4.46, which I think is extremely fast for a guy with his strength and size. Absolutely the traditional running back and like his NFL comparison to me is LaDamian Tomlinson. Um, he is LT reincarnated. So you're going to see Bijan turn a team around immediately. And I'm, I'm looking at some teams on the board right now. And I, I, I just can't imagine some of the teams that he's looking at going to uh, in the first round. I, I can't imagine him going to the Cowboys 
I mean, because that's a real possibility, guys, now that they've released Zeke. But he's a big-time running back, played at a big-time program. Again, can't-miss guy. The Bucks at 19, first of all, I don't think Bijan makes it to 19. That's how special I think he is. I think he goes ahead of 19. I think he's going to be one of those first-round running backs that people are going to go, okay, well, we don't draft running backs in the first round. Well, Bijan is a difference maker. If I told you that you could get King Henry at 19, you're going to take him. All right. So again, the Bucks won't draft him at 19. I don't think he'll make it there. We have so many other needs right now. And I think Richard White can handle what we're trying to do. But uh, we're going to go over some, some Buccaneers guys later in the draft, which I think was one of those fifth round picks that we have. I think we have three fifth round picks, Grace. I think one of those is going to be a running back, possibly a running back return man, but uh, we'll get to that. Again, Bijan Robinson, number one guy. If you haven't watched him run, you need to go on YouTube and watch him run. Again, he looks like LT. He's going to be a rushing champion wherever he goes. Congratulations to Bijan. What an entertaining football player. All right, next guy. Now, this is so interesting to me. Is in any other draft, Jameer Gibbs out of Alabama, 5'9", ran a 4'3", 6", um, absolutely, Marshall Falk is my NFL comparison, absolutely dynamite, would be the number one ranked running back and of course you know Gibbs comes out in a year where Bijan is in the is 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 actually in there which you know sucks for him um because he would be definitely in I would say the last five six drafts um he would be your top running back he is amazing I watch all the Alabama games obviously they're in the SEC they're one of the top teams in the country with recruits so I'm constantly watching high school recruits that I follow into the pros a lot of them go to Alabama Jameer Gibbs was a Five-star recruit. He is amazing. He can catch the ball, run the ball. He's extremely fast, extremely explosive, and and he's basically a threat to score a touchdown every time he touches the ball. I don't know about his durability at 5'9", 199 pounds because he ran behind the number one offensive line in football. Again, how does that translate into the NFL? Jameer Gibbs is a guy that's going to need to get into space. You put him in space and good things are going to happen. Uh, I saw some of the NFL comparisons have him, you know, linked to uh, McCaffrey, like a McCaffrey type player. I, I think he's actually faster than McCaffrey. He doesn't have the hands, obviously, that McCaffrey has, but I think running wise, I think he's a better running back. I think anybody that gets Jameer Gibbs is is getting a, a superstar right off the bat. My third guy is going to turn some heads, and my third guy I'm going with is Ty J Spears out of Tulane. Right, the 5'10", 201 uh, pound um, running back ran a 4-4, and the reason why I'm putting him in here is I watched him at the practices. No one could guard him, and he had one of the one of the best days of reps I have ever seen against top linebackers. There wasn't a linebacker that could guard him. I mean, and when I say guard him, I mean, couldn't stay within five yards of him. It was incredible. The moves that Ty J has, it's, it's crazy in space. But again, he's on the smaller side. I don't know if he's an every down back, but if he's going to split carries with a back, he's going to be explosive. He can catch the ball. He also can play special teams, but you put this guy out in routes. If you're, if you're a team that likes a running back in routes, even the Bucks, even similar to the Bucks. This guy is going to get open in space, and he's going to be incredible. Loved his toughness that he showed uh, at the combine. Everything that this guy did, I, I liked, and and he he bounced up from a top ten guy to my number three overall running back. I just I think he's phenomenal. 
So again, I don't think you go wrong with him, but I don't, I don't think you're going to feed him 20 carries a game, but I, I think that he's going to be very, very explosive. And he, you know, my NFL comparison is Darren Sproles because I think that that's who he reminds me of. If you guys are going to follow up my stuff and you guys go on the internet and you try to find where I find my information, you're not going to because it's all original at this podcast. At Best in Class, you're getting original content with real NFL comparisons, with real... I actually watch all the tape on these guys. I watch snaps. I watch combine. I watch what they're doing. I listen to the interviews. I watch how they talk about what kind of offense they want to play in in the pros. Like I, I spend a lot of time on this, and I'm telling you right now, that you guys would be so impressed with Ty J Spears if you go to watch him. And again, you don't watch a lot of Tulane football, but it's okay. Getting into my next running back. Here's a guy that I absolutely love for the Buccaneers. I don't know if, if NFL teams are going to have him as high as I have him. And we're, and we're talking about Dwayne McBride out of UAB. I don't know um, how high most, most scouts are going to have him, but he is unbelievable as far as power and one cut ability. Again, he's 5'10", 209 pounds. He ran a 4'5", 240. But here's a guy that just put up just amazing numbers at UAB. And when you watch him run, it reminds me a lot of of a guy that Canales had last year out of Michigan State. They drafted um, Kenny last year. And basically, you know, what a year he had you know, he took over what starting probably the sixth week and just put on a show for the rest of the of rest of the year. And Canales talked about his power and and speed out of Michigan State, and he did leave college football in in rushing. I think Dwayne McBride fits that pattern very very much, and I think that you're going to see a very similar running back that runs with power, makes quick decisions and can break tackles and yards. And this is one of lead to Kemper's things. Yards after contact, Dwayne McBride is excellent. I, I don't know where he's going to be drafted because, I again, I don't know how scouts uh, are viewing him. But I'm going to tell you right now that he is worthy of being a top draft pick. And if he does fall in this draft, and I know the Bucks don't have a fourth-round draft pick, but if they acquire one, Dwayne McBride is a guy that you could pair with, with uh, Rashard White and now Chase Edmonds. And you'd, you'd go from, from Chase and, and Rashard White have very similar running and catching styles. And then McBride would come in with a very heavy physical, even though Rashard White has a very physical side to him, I don't want to take that from him. He does. But McBride just does it differently. And I think that they would be a wonderful uh, one-two punch. My next running back, and you're going you're gonna to love this, Grace, Devon A. Chain. Right out of uh, Texas A&M, he is 5'8", 188 pounds, and he ran a four three two forty. Unbelievable speed, and and he, obviously here's a special teams guy. This is what I was talking about with the Bucks: is if you're going to get a player that that can add speed to our offense, and that's one of the things that I know that Todd Bowles said I want more speed on offense and defense. Well, you know, A Chain does that. He brings you an amazing amount of speed at 4-3. He's like a blip. Just boom, he's gone. But I love the fact that he can return punts and kicks. You know, let's just say you gave him, you know, seven, eight, nine carries a game. You have a chance to put him in position to score a touchdown. Also, he helps you immediately with special teams. There's a guy that I, I like, again, he's going to be up and down NFL boards because he's 5-8. But and then, where, where are you going to draft a special teams player? You're not going to draft him in the second or third round. 
I think A-Chain has a chance to go in the third round, but I think he's a fourth-round guy. Um, we'll see how they value him. But here's a guy that would make some in, that would for the Bucks could come in, take ten carries away from Rashard White, and then take over our punt kickoff return and actually be an exciting, amazing player to watch. Again, that's Devon A. Chain out of Texas A&M. My next guy is Zach Charbonnet out of UCLA. Um, here's a guy that is six foot, two hundred and fifteen pounds. He ran a four five three, but he is for his size, he moves like a smaller guy. And he, he's one of those guys like a David Montgomery who, when you see him running, you're like, okay, I don't see anything spectacular, but he runs for 4.7 yards every time he touches the ball. He, fi- he, he like falls forward. He leans forward. He finds the yardage. I, I really like his game a lot. You know, he doesn't show the speed. Like he, to me, he's not as fast on film. Like when I watch him, I, I think that he hits the hole okay. I think he has great vision. His balance is terrific, which again is super important in a running back. If he just had a little bit more speed, he, you're, you're talking about this guy as a second round draft pick, but we'll see how it goes for him. But again, six foot, 214 pounds can break tackles. The next guy, Chase Brown out of Illinois. Chase Brown is a physical specimen at 5'10, 209, 443, He looks like he's been chiseled, you know, like, like a Greek god. The guy is an, an amazing athlete. And he looks like he's he's fasted his entire life and just eaten nothing but protein shakes and and does sit ups and push ups uh, every ten minutes. The guy is a specimen. He absolutely Chase Brown absolutely fits what what I think that the Bucks are going to be looking for in a physical running back that can also has a good uh, mix of speed and and vision. I think that Chase Brown is that guy. I think he's one of those those Swiss Army knife guys that can do a lot of different things. And he does them all well. He doesn't do them great. Like he's not going to be a great running back, but I think he's going to be a very good running back with a lot of different skills. And that's Chase Brown out of Illinois. Tank Biz, Big V. Tank. I'm just going to call him Tank. Out of Auburn. Here's a guy that's so much fun. You guys should go to YouTube right now, pull up Tank's tape, and just watch him beat people up. He is a glass eater. He is an angry runner. Um, he ran a very slow 40. He's just a sub 4'6", 6'0", 210 pounds. But again, he's not going to be a combine wonder. He didn't athletically test very good, but he beats up linebackers. He is an angry runner, and this is a guy that I think is is definitely like a fourth or fifth round draft pick, a guy that could come in and take your short yardage, your Jamal Williams type that takes your goal line carries. Uh, Tank Bisbee is a beast of a man. Like I said, he's a true glass eater, and he's a guy that I would love to have on the Bucks to bring some toughness to it. He's not going to bring speed to our team, but he brings a certain level of toughness for sure to our running game. But we don't know what Dave Canales is going to do. We don't know if he's going to add speed or t- or toughness to our running backs room at this point because I heard what he said about Rashard White. He said Rashard White is a very violent, tough runner, which is very true. So do we add, and Chase Edmonds brings a little bit more speed to ours, but more catch ability, but he brings some speed. And then, of course, uh, you know, Vaughn is, is not going to be a speed demon. He's more of a, a grinder. He's going to get you the three, four yards. And he's a very, he's, he's a very underrated tough runner, Vaughn is, um, out of Vanderbilt. He was also a five-star recruit. But I will tell you that the reason why I think that Tank would fit into Tampa is because he's a guy that, you know, you can you hear you can hear everybody in the stands going tank. 
You know, like when he when he takes that run up the middle and he gets this gets us his first down. I mean, how frustrated were you as Bucks fans last year on third and one and we never made it? How frustrated? Third and one, we never make it. Third and one, we don't make it. Third and one, really, guys? Right? We we run we run for eight yards on second down and we can't get a one yard on third down. It was it used to drive me insane. Uh, I don't think we'd have that problem with Tank. On to Sean Tucker out of Syracuse, right? He's a five nine guy. A l- he ran a little slower time. I think that really hurt his stock. Five nine two oh seven, but he ran a four five uh, four five six. You know, he's he's a guy that that flashes and some and sometimes, and he's just then other times he's just a normal guy. So Sean Tucker is one of those guys that because of his size, if he plays with a larger offensive line, he can get a little lost in the line of scrimmage, and and you'll see him like pop out and get some more yardage. And he's an excellent receiver out of the backfield. So I think that. Sean Tucker's job in the NFL, he's going to be one of those third down backs. Next is Zach Evans out of Ole Miss. 5'11", 202 pounds, ran a 4'4", Excellent hands. He, he catches the ball down the field for a running back, which is interesting. Uh, his hands are good enough to even make bad throws better. Again, I, I thought in that offense that he played very well in open space. I thought he caught the ball well down. But as far as breaking tackles as far as being a guy that's that's going to run with a lot of toughness for a guy that's 202 pounds and almost six foot I just didn't see that in Zach Evans but again I did like his game overall Kendra Miller out of TCU we saw him over and over again at the end of the college football season and in the playoffs he's a running back out of TCU 5'11 215 pounds he ran a 4640 which is slower than than we thought he was going to do he's just not an explosive guy and one of the things that he does well, though, he has really great vision, and he seems like a very cerebral player. So basically, what he what he lacks in explosiveness, he he follows his blocks extremely well, and I I really like the way he finds his running lanes. It's like he's another one of those guys. Like I said, you know, at the end of the day, you're looking at his stats, going, man, he he was at four and a half yards a carry just because he falls forward for two yards. He he squeezes that extra yard out. He's one of those guys that that continues to fight for it. And and I think also third down wise, he's gonna be very I mean, his hands were were average. I'm not gonna say he had exceptional hands. Sean Tucker had had better hands, but I, I really do think that he's gonna be a third down back. I think he's gonna find a place in the NFL. Keaton Mitchell out of East Carolina the reason why he's on here is another special teams guy. He's 5'8". He ran a 4.37. This guy can return. Uh, I think he's going to be a kick returner, punt returner, gadget player in the NFL. I think you're going to see him where he he does these like little running back screens, you know, and they try to get him out in the open space. I will tell you that that his lateral movement, like if you watch him, he's not just a straight line speed. He has he has lateral speed. Like he can get he can get outside. And he can move in the in the pocket. So if it, I wouldn't say he's a jump cutter, but he definitely he definitely has the ability to to move. But again, I, I mean, how durable can a guy be at his at his size? If, you know, I really think that he's more of a of a, of a guy you're going to put in three or four times a game. You know, with some design plays, and then he's going to play special teams. The reason why my next running back, Kenny McIntosh, fell for me because I had him much higher out of Georgia. And Georgia running backs have had an excellent NFL career, but his athletic testing and his 40 time and the fact that he played with an amazing offensive line at Georgia gives me a little cause 
cause for alarm here as, as a top running back. He's six foot, 204 pounds. He ran a four, six, two forty. He's a great pass protector, which would make Steve happy, right? Or, or Ira, uh, happy running backs instead of running their great pass protectors. I know that's a whole league uh, argument on Joe Bucks fan, but McIntosh, very cerebral player, pl- uh, played in a pro offense, understands blocking schemes. He's very patient in his running where he finds his holes. He's obviously not explosive, but he's a Swiss Army knife guy. I'm just telling you that I would have him much higher based on his tape if he hadn't tested so poorly. He looked very average amongst the other guys um, that we saw with more explosiveness, especially Ty J. Spears. When you saw him next to Kenny McIntosh, you're like, okay, there's a humongous difference in athlete here. But Kenny McIntosh is a guy that's going to go in the fifth round somewhere in there and I really don't think he's going to go higher if he does he's in the fourth he could be a fourth round running back but he just does everything well and he's a guy you can put in there and be a backup in the NFL right away I I just don't see him being a tremendous uh, starter in the NFL but if the Bucks did draft Kenny McIntosh you're getting a good solid football player you know and and you don't need him to come in and carry the ball 20 times and and run your offense uh Eric Gray out of Oklahoma 5'10", 207 pounds, ran a 4440. Eric Gray is a glass eater. He's a guy that literally punches the other team in the face. If he didn't have a football, he'd probably go to jail because he would just murder everybody on the football field. He is an angry person. Like, I have never talked to him. I've never interviewed him, which is what I always talk about. But I just watch him on tape, and I'm like, he hates the world because that's how he runs. And it makes me so excited as a football player to watch, right? He just beats him to death. He Linebackers get tired of tackling Eric Gray. Um, I love his balance. He can take a shot, and he can deliver a shot. But, I mean, my goodness. I mean, the guy is a violent runner. I don't know how that translates in the NFL because everybody's big and strong in the NFL. Everybody, Everybody's fast, big, and strong. You know, there's a lot of glass eaters on defense, and Eric Gray comes through that line. He's not going to be able to push linebackers around like he did in college. But for a short a short burst of runner, uh, very similar to Tank. Eric Gray's another guy that I wouldn't be. If, I would be super happy if the Bucks drafted if they went in this beast mode uh, realm where they wanted a guy that's just going to eat up three to four yards and, and 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 beat the other team up and wear him down. Eric Gray's your guy, and I don't know in the Florida Sun on a one o'clock game in the second half of a game. Eric Gray's a guy you put in and you let him work and you let him wear down the defense. I, I just like that guy, Deuce Vaughn. Uh, as a big name guy, he's actually very popular at a Kansas State. He ran a 4-4-40. He's only five foot five, 179 pounds. So obviously, this is a guy like, like another gadget player. I just he's not going to be a guy that's going to get a ton of carries in the NFL. But I really, really love the way that he runs around defenders. So if you watch him, he very rarely takes a hit, a, a straight on hit. He gets down to the ground very fast. I think he could be a special teams player. I really do. At, even at 5'5", 179 pounds, which I still think he's lighter than that. I mean, they say he's 180. I don't know. if I think he's more like 160. But he, but he wasn't as fast as I initially thought at 4'4". I really thought he could hit the 4'3". And again, at, at his size, 5'5", he's going to be a complimentary back, a third down complimentary back, and a special teams player. Next one, this is a guy that I am, I'm all over the place on. Israel and Abanaconda. Did I get it? No. Okay. Abanacanda. 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 Israel Abanacanda. Right. It's a very difficult name to pronounce. Uh, he needs a nickname. 
So he's out of Pittsburgh, right? 5'10", 216 pounds. He ran a 4'5", uh, 40. He consistently, he's one of these guys that consistently gets that extra yard, fights for the extra yard. Uh, I've seen him, if you watch his tape, he bounces off tacklers, gets another couple of yards, breaks a lot of tackles. The reason, I, I, I would have him much higher if he showed consistency for me. He had some games where he looked spectacular, and you're like, oh my gosh, this guy's a hidden gem. Like, and then you see other games where he's just blah. So you're like, okay, which guy is it? Like, um, just so I understand, is, is he going to be a dominant running back or is this guy going to be just a, uh, a backup running back? But again, 5'10, 216, great size for running back. 4'5, I'm not worried about his speed at 4'5. The guy has vision. He can bounce off tackles, just like I was saying. I don't think he showed consistent hands. I think he, he's like a he's he's definitely a bruiser type player more so than than what I think they used him at Pittsburgh. I, I guess there was nothing that he did that really wowed me. He was just a solid guy who had some exceptional games. And you know he he reminds me you know of of several running backs. I mean we just signed another guy you know like Chase Edmonds, and I'm not comparing him to Chase Edmonds as a running back. I'm comparing him as Chase Edmonds as a serviceable running back in the NFL. He averaged four and a half yards a carry at Arizona. He got hurt when he was at Miami, obviously, but he's a serviceable running back that can have a game for a hundred yard game for you when you need him. Uh, I think that uh, Israel is one of those guys. Rashawn Johnson, Rashawn Johnson out of Texas, right? This was the Bijan's backup. I was very excited about him coming out at, at six foot, 219 pounds, four, five, eight, 40. I really thought that he was a very tough runner. And I thought, wow, this guy doesn't have a lot of tread on him. You know, this guy's, um, you know, very similar, to, you know, to top running backs, except that he doesn't have the carries and the hits. And I'm like, okay, all right. So I, I and then I watched him. I, I watched him um, play in the in the uh, in the Senior Bowl, and then I watched him watched him at the combine, and then I and then I'm I'm like, okay. I was very excited to watch him, and I just didn't see what I saw when he when he played at Texas. When he came in for Bijan. He averaged six yards a carry. He would sometimes carry ball carriers, and it looked like, oh my gosh, this guy, this guy's the real deal. It's very hard for me to to wrap my head around it at the, um, uh, what Roshan Johnson is at this moment. Uh, Lee DeKemper and I had this conversation where I was much higher on him early, and then as I kind of went through the process, I kind of started moving guys up the board, like you know Chase Brown, and then. And then, you know, Ty J Spears and then, you know, you just start moving these guys up and you're like, okay, I can't put Roshan Johnson up, you know, with like a McBride. I can't, I can't do it. So he basically fell into this 10 running back situation where there's about 10 running backs that are all serviceable running backs that are going to have careers in the NFL for three or four years that are going to, some of them might have spot starts. I think that Roshan Johnson's one of those guys. Chris Rodriguez out of Kentucky, we got to watch him because uh, obviously if you watch the SEC, uh, I got to watch him for two years, 6'0", 217 pounds, ran a 4.55. I mean, he ran a 4.55. On tape, you don't see it. I think he's slower. He runs slower. Uh, I don't know if it's processing. I don't know if it's a vision. But there are times when you think he's going to explode and find these seams, and he doesn't do it. And you're like, why didn't he do it? And then the next play, there's nothing there, and he gets six yards. I'm not quite sure how to explain it other than I don't see him being a, an explosive running back. I see him being kind of like a, a Perrine or something like that, where he's like a backup running back, you know, who's getting, you know, you know, six or seven carries a game, 
and you don't lose you don't really lose much in him and but he's not going to ever break for a touchdown he's going to be possibly a goal line guy where you can trust him around the goal line uh his hands were suspect to me he ran behind a very bad offensive line this year so again that kind of sways what i can look at and what i can break down because i haven't seen him with a good offensive line so that's a tough way to evaluate a guy my next guy is travis die out of usc 510 201 pounds 448 again this is just a guy that runs behind his blocks, tries to get low, tries to to take away the vision of the linebackers, and then bursts out around the corner. Um, he's he he does it over and over and over again at USC, and he's probably going to be able to do that in the NFL. I, I don't know what kind of career he's going to have, but again, he's a guy that that I feel um, there's a place for him in the NFL. He's a, definitely a backup for sure. So I actually, the, when I look at my rankings, I probably would put Travis Dye below um, Muhammad Ibrahim uh, out of Minnesota, who's my next guy, who I definitely think that the Bucks are going to look at. Uh, I think this is a Bucks guy. At 5'8", 203 pounds, he ran a 4'5", 2". He's just a, a guy that runs tough. You can't bring him down. He gives you everything he has on every play. You know, that's that's an interesting way to put it. I think, I, I probably think that Ibrahim's, ceiling is higher than some of the other guys we just talked about but at 58 it's very difficult for me to go okay he's 58 but he is 203 pounds he is well built can he handle the NFL um beating I, I love the fact that he is a good and pass pro he can catch the ball he can run the ball in short yardage he actually can he shows some burst um, when he gets into the open field and then safeties and corners have a tough time bringing him down so, you know, he's very much like Tank is with Auburn. So basically, there's a guy that I think that the Bucks might take a flyer on late. But I would have no problem with the Bucks drafting uh, Muhammad, uh, a Roshan Johnson, even Israel, I think would be fine in these, in these later rounds. If they're going to go with like, a, a, like um, an Eric Gray or a Tank Bigsby, that's fine. Uh, McIntosh is like your all-around running back that can do a lot of things, but nothing spectacular. Zach Evans is another guy that would fit the mold of kind of like what we have right now, which is a terrific pass catching um, running back. But, you know, there's a, there's a lot of people linking Chase Brown to the Buccaneers late, later in the draft um, just because of his athletic prowess. You know, and of course, his, his brother is also coming out uh, in this year's draft. Um, but I just don't think the Bucs are going to be a player for like a Charbonnet or uh, an A-chain you know, or a McBride, I just don't, or Ty J Spears. These guys, I think, are going to be off our radar now that we that we signed uh, Chase Edmonds. But we definitely need to draft a running back. I hope you enjoyed my running back breakdown. I, I think out of all of these guys, the one guy that you're not hearing enough, pub, like in public, like you're not hearing enough about what he can possibly do is Dwayne McBride out of UAB. I really, truly think that he's special, and I don't know why the media doesn't like him as much. I'm probably because it's UAB, but but there's a guy that if you that if you tonight you're sitting around drinking a big storm beer, put on Dwayne McBride's highlights and just look at him, and 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 tell and tell me that you don't see something special there. Break down some of his game tape. Like why don't you like watch one of his his late game seasons? Just watch every snap of his late game. You'll see just how he runs. I I just I absolutely love it. And and like I said. They had Kenneth Murray uh, in Seattle with Dave Canales last year. I, I just think that that McBride kind of fits that. Chase Brown kind of fits that guy. But this running back class, best in class listeners, is tremendously deep. I gave you 20 running backs that I think will have jobs in the NFL next year. They will have jobs. 
they will find roster spots. So, and again, there's some deep, even deeper guys that we could dive into, but um, we're not going to do that. But, th- but there's some other guys that actually might make teams. I don't think what you're going to see like last year where you had four good running backs, you know, and one of them was, you know, a late round draft pick. But I think what you're going to see here is you're going to see a, a whole new era of running back entering the league this year where you're going to see a lot of these veteran guys struggling to get contracts with this amount of talent coming out. Uh, again, follow us at Bill Curry Ford Tampa, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Go to BillCurryFord.com and see all of our amazing specials. And please come down and see the new construction. It's amazing. Please email me at bestinclass at BillCurryFord.com with any draft questions. I hope you enjoyed the running back breakdown. What time am I at, Grace? 36 minutes. 36 minutes. I'm sure Steve will tighten that up. 30 minutes. I hope you guys had a safe ride home. And I'll see you next time for Wide Receivers.